When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's just gone 8 o'clock here on SCNZ Extra Time. Ben Francis filling in for Ricardo Ball tonight. Coming up this hour, we have Jacob Spoonley, former All-Whites goalkeeper, to talk uh, all things English Premier League. And of course, after 9 o'clock, we have two hours of At The Oki as we preview the New Zealand Darts Masters. As I said, we had all the, the PDC pros in the studio earlier today, and it was great catching up with all them. But uh, before all that, it's time to talk some NPC rugby with the editor of Rugby News Magazine, Campbell Burns. Campbell, how are you today? Very good evening to you there, Ben. I'm good, mate. That's good to hear, good to hear. And uh, we're three rounds through the, the Bunnings NPC. I know some teams have played four games, but what have you made of the competition so far? Oh, mate, it's been good. Um, I've enjoyed it. It's certainly been wall-to-wall rugby. Uh, what with the, the All Blacks and the Farrah Palmer Cup um, and, and, of course, First of Dean Finals. So, um, yeah, there's been, there's been plenty happening. I think Sky televised something like 16 games last weekend, which was crazy. I mean, I got... I ended up getting through about four of them, but uh, you, you've got to say some of the rugby's been been pretty good, and there's been plenty of upsets. Uh, four of them in the uh, in, in in the last round from the weekend, so that's uh, that's a pretty good sign for the competition so far. Yeah, which team has probably surprised you the most with how well they've gone so far? Oh, look, I'd, I'd say probably Northland. Um, Northland has re- has really tightened things up, and they've picked up. Uh, They've picked up two wins uh, in their first three rounds. I mean, they haven't scored a lot of points, but they've certainly tightened up their defence, and that's even without Tom Robinson, who's uh, missed a couple of games through injuries. But they've got a very good new signing in, in Josh Morby there at fullback. He scored a try on the weekend, and uh, they went down and beat Wellington in Porirua, which was uh, no mean feat. So um, Northland, you know, are certainly making a real play to make those quarterfinals in the um, what's a very competitive uh, evens conference there. Well, I'm not going to complain about that. And uh, has there been any update on the Jack Goodhue injury? Because he came, well, he played on the weekend, didn't he? But uh, there was a report, or the All Blacks confirmed yesterday that he's going to need surgery on his knee. Yeah, which is a shame. I mean, he certainly, um, he certainly gave a nice short ball for Josh Morby's try. But it sounds though he's going to um, that, that might be be it for his season, uh, or at least in the short term, because uh, that was his first game back. So obviously, his knee's not quite right, which is a it's a real shame for for him, but uh, I mean, you have to, have to say that Tony Fair have done quite well uh, without him. Uh, although they did have uh, another all back and offered Tim Fatsi, I think, who played tight head on the weekend for them. So um, you know, that's that's a shame for good you because we we could do with some more centres. Um, particularly when it comes to All Black selection time. Yeah, exactly. And Northland are being your, I guess, your surprise team of the season. What about which team has probably not lived up to expectations thus far? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, probably probably Wellington, uh, who got beaten by Northland on the weekend. Very inconsistent. They started out with a hiss and a beating um, beating the Steamers at home, um, and Wellington there. But then 
but then they lost quite badly to Canterbury, and then losing again at home to, um, to to Northland really heaps a bit of pressure on them in that odds conference. Um, so they've got Taranaki on Sunday, so that's a must-win for them. But then Taranaki has bounced back uh, fairly quickly um, after what was a you know, a fairly ragged start, losing their first two games. This was a team that was unbeaten last season, but uh, so there's a bit of pressure on for that Wellington Taranaki game in Wellington on Sunday. On Sunday, yeah, and Taranaki came away with a pretty big winner on Canterbury uh, on the weekend for their first win of the competition. That was what did you make of that upset? Yeah, look, I only saw the highlights of that, but it looked as though the, the weather has been a bit of a uh, leveller uh, in some of these games. So it was very wet. Uh, Stephen Perifetta played very well at fullback and, and, and kicked the goals. Um, so that was uh, that was much needed. So I think in some of these games, um, and of course, you, you, you never know with some of the squad rotation, you know, how, how strong Canterbury uh, were compared to their first two games, um, although see, Luke Romano did play, but, you know, that was an important one for Taranaki, and I think with some of these sides, um, particularly around storm weeks, if they're going to be rotating players, um, you know, there, there might be an opportunity for, for sides to, to, to come up with an upset if they, if they go with their full-strength combination, but uh, you would expect Taranaki to sort of kick on from this and and really make a play for the quarterfinals in the in the evens conference. Yeah, and I guess the other big upset from the last round of games was uh, Bay of Plenty up over Auckland. Yeah, yeah. Look, I watched that one on Sunday. Um, it was there was certainly wasn't affected by the weather, uh, but it was affected by the by the fact that Auckland uh, started very well and then just went right off the boil, um, which was uh, which was strange to see. But that that uh, Bay of Plenty forward pack really got stuck into them. Um, and so we didn't see a lot of Roger Tuivasa-Shek after the opening sort of 20 minutes or so. Uh, I think he played pretty well overall. But uh, Auckland, it's funny, they uh, they won their first three games, but probably, other than the Manawatu game, probably didn't really hit their strap. So they they probably feel that um, after four games, they, you know, they're, they're only building into things. So if they can sort of cut out those errors, um, we, you know, you'd still expect Auckland to be one of the contenders. They've got Otago at Eden Park on Saturday. Um the Lynn Conning Memorial. So, you know, it's a big chance for Auckland to start showing some consistency. But that was a big win for the Steamers. First win at Eden Park uh, since that great day in 2004 when they when they lifted the Ranville Shield. Oh, wow. It's been that long. I didn't, didn't realise that. But uh, you know, the, shield, the Shield's on, line this, on the line this weekend, actually, at Hawke's Bay up against North Harbour. I think Brodie Retallick will be in action for the Magpies I have a feeling, and I said this last week, uh, I think North Harbour are going to take the shield off Hawke's Bay. What do you think? <laughs> Mate, that, yeah, that would be a big call. That would, if that happened, that would be only the second time in Harbour's history that they've lifted the shield. Uh, I have to say, I have been pretty impressed with their form in the first three games. Um, they smashed Manor 2. They were competitive against Auckland, and then they beat Tasman last week, uh, although... That was mainly through the boot of Bryn Gatland, uh, who kicked nine from nine. They only scored two tries to four against the Marco. But, um, you know, you've got to say North Harbour are looking pretty good uh, this year. So they'll go down there, you know, full of confidence. Uh, Hawks Bay um, probably haven't quite hit their straps yet. Uh, they had to work hard to subdue men or two in the first half on Sunday. Um, and then they came home well after that. But, I mean, I, I you know, I actually tipped the, the Magpies to win the NBC at the start of the year. But that was really on the basis that they held the shield all the way through. So... You know, you know, this will be a very big, big test for them. Um, and the Ranfilly Shield, I mean, they did they did uh, defeat Counties Manukau, but only by a point in the end uh, in their first uh, NPC Shield defence. So, big game for Hawke's Bay. They'll they'll um, gladly welcome back Brodie Retallick. I can't remember the last time 
he actually wore the uh, wore the black and white hoops uh, of Hawke's Bay, but uh, North Harbour are actually uh, look as shaping as dark horses, so that, that could potentially be a very close one. I do remember that when uh, North Harbour did win the Shield in 06, because I remember it came to my school uh, all, all the way back then <laughs> when I was a, when I was a little kid uh, with with high. Way back but, in the day, that was uh, yeah yeah that was uh, uh, Ruti Pokey was captain and they they won it down there in uh, in Canterbury so uh you know pe- people and people over the north shore of Auckland uh you know can you can can start to dream again maybe <laughs> oh there's a photo out of me oh, there's a photo of me out there somewhere with the shield but yeah I, I remember that vi- very vividly and I said that's kind of that's my big call this weekend just looking ahead to the the games in round four my big call is Harbour will win the shield off Hawks Bay, but there's plenty of other games on as well. We've got uh, Friday night, Tasman against Canterbury. Uh, Tasman probably haven't hit their strides as well as probably as they were probably hoping. No, that's right. Well, they, yeah, I mean, they went down uh, to North Harbour on the weekend and uh, they also lost to Otago in round two. Um, so it hasn't been a great start. They have had a lot of injuries and, of course, now they've, the whole region has just been struck by this, um, by this flooding. So I'm not even sure whether that game will Go ahead in Blenheim because it sounds like the uh, the road trip uh, between Blenheim and Nelson is going to take seven hours now. So um, whether they uh, whether that splits the squad or whether they can even hold that game, who knows? But if they if they do, they have had the wood on Canterbury in recent seasons. So um, I mean, if they actually get that game going, then it could be and anything could happen there. Yeah, that's actually very true. And uh, thoughts with the people down in that part of the country. And uh, Waikato will host uh, Manawa Two also on Friday night. And uh, Turbos hasn't been a good a good season for them as well. No, well, I see they have uh, they have been joined by John Plumtree. Um, yeah, who was only three three weeks ago the Allbacks Ford coach. He's now come on board to help Peter Russell out uh, in the, for the Fords. But uh, that worked for about half a game against Hawks Bay. So. They're going to need about uh, close to 80 minutes to trouble uh, the Mulus, who, who probably again haven't, you know, haven't actually hit their straps, uh, but uh, potentially when they do, and they've got Damien McKenzie, don't forget, um, at 10, um, and some real firepower, you know, uh, right across their squad. Then you'd think the Waikato would be too strong uh, in that game in Hamilton. Quite a cool story. Uh, we've got after nine o'clock. We've got lots of the uh, the professional darts players, and they're playing in Hamilton this weekend. And a couple of them used to play rugby, and they're actually. Uh, going along to uh, the Waikato, I think it's either tomorrow or Thursday, I can't remember which day, but they've got a couple of the guys there that used to play rugby going along, and I don't know if they're going to be putting their boots on, but they might might have a little go against the current crop of boys, which is quite cool. Um, we touched we t- touched on the Shield Challenge there. I'm, I'm back in Harbour, even though I'm not a Harbour supporter, but I've said my thoughts on that one. Uh, and Auckland Otago, briefly touched on, can Otago get the upset in uh, Auckland? Oh. Yeah, it'll be tough. It'll be tough. I mean, Auckland would go in uh, very strong favourites there. I think they've only lost to Otago uh, in the NPC at Eden Park probably twice in the, in the you know 47 years. Um, so that, that's going to be tough for Otago. Although, although you know they're, they're actually not not a bad unit uh, this season, and I think they'll, they'll make the quarterfinals in the odd section. But I think this will be too much too much for them because Auckland will will bounce back. I'm sure uh, on uh, on Saturday. What's well, uh, would you call it a top of the table clash? Because both the top of their uh, odd, the odds and evens at the moment. Just having a look at the quick quick look at the standings. Yeah, well that's right. Um, yeah, I mean it's still still early days, and I think Auckland had a has a game in hand. So some of the, and, and Otago too. Some of those sides with the Stormwax, it's a bit of a skewed table at the moment. But uh, yeah, I mean technically it would be top of the table. But whether that translates into a crowd of more than uh, of more than seven thousand on uh, or six or seven thousand on 
on Saturday night. Well, it remains to be seen. And then on uh, Sunday, Bay of Plenty up against uh, Counties Monaco and Tauranga. Uh, the Steamers actually, well, two wins from three uh, counties, just the one win. How do you see that one going? Yeah, potentially uh, potentially tight, uh, although counties, the Steelers won't have those three All Blacks in their forward pack, and they do need to tidy up their line-out, which imploded a bit against Waikato on Friday night. So um, you'd, you'd, you'd favour the Steamers there, but counties Manukau looked tougher to beat this season. A bit more starch in their, in their play. Um, Riley Hohepper, their new number 10, seems to be going pretty well and, and kicking the goals. Um, so the Steamers will still have to do the job, but... If they play anything like they did in sort of the, in the second half against Auckland, then um, you'd think that they'd, they'd do that reasonably comfortably. Um, and I think that might be one of those uh, Chiefs uh, Chiefs Country Cup games as well, um, two provinces in the Chiefs region. But, uh, yeah, that, it's in town there. And then uh, also on at the same time on Sunday, Wellington up against uh, Taranaki. That's one is at Sky Stadium. And just having a quick look here as well, Taranaki have only scored two tries. They've only got the one win. Uh, both sides are sixth place at, at the moment. Uh, would you call that a must win? Yeah, absolutely. It's starting to get desperate for both of them. But uh, Taranaki did the job against Canterbury uh, with the upset last week. So as I said, with the um, with Wellington's consistency, they yeah, we, we don't really know what's um, what's happening with their with their squad. They seem to be players that come in and out. Um, I'm not sure whether they've quite got the mix in the forward pack uh, yet. Uh, they, they, I think there was a shortage of um, of quality props. Uh, there were a couple of injuries there, and uh, so there's a bit of work for Wellington to do. So if they drop that, then there's uh, then there's real trouble. But um, it's usually usually a bit of a, a um, um, pretty much a slugfest when Wellington plays Taranaki. And then the last one of the the round I see is uh, Northland up against Southland. Yep, this is in uh, in Fonarei. So uh, yeah, Northland. I mean, gee, um, it's been a pretty good start, and they're. I mean, Josh Moore will be playing against his old province, um, so he'll be keen to do well there. Um, but Northland, um, you know, I mean, they'll be wanting to score more tries, but at least they're not leaking too many. So this is potentially another sort of a low-scoring game. Um, the, the, the Stags haven't been too far off the pace, actually. They've played some good footy, but I just wonder whether they've got the wherewithal to actually um, to win some of these games. Um, but they'll certainly be targeting this Um you know, to try and make some uh, some inroads in the uh, in the odds conference um, because they're winless so far, Southland, uh, but certainly more competitive uh, than they have have shown in, in recent times. So Northland would would be favoured though uh, by probably one to twelve. Uh, what, which of, out of all those games would be your pick of the round? Uh, well, you're, you're probably probably the Shield Challenge. Yeah, uh, Hawks Bay North Harbour. I mean. I can see I can see ten thousand people getting along to um, to Napier on on Saturday um, if the weather holds uh, because North Harbour haven't got much to lose and they're they're playing some pretty good code and I think Bryn Gatlin's probably the form number ten uh, in the competition so very certainly certainly the best goal kicker so it's a time for Hawks Bay to show that their depth uh, really counts for something there and uh, I mean Brodie Retallick back um, I don't know whether he's going to play forty minutes or, or more um, but uh, watch out for the, the big guzzler to to be shifting some bodies and uh, and at the breakdown, so that that's potentially the uh, the game of the round. Campbell Burns, editor of Rugby News Magazine, thank you very much for your time tonight, and uh, enjoy watching uh, no a whole problem, lot of rugby mate. over the weekend. Uh, yeah, mate, and uh, well, there's also the All Blacks and the Black Ferns as well, um, plus so much plus the stuff. So, uh, mate, yeah, there's going to be uh, the the, the mice guy might be taking a bit of a hammering on on the weekend. Yeah, we we'll have to get have to. 
delete some of the files on there and uh, clear, clear some space because it's going to be a <laughs> heck of a lot. But, uh, Campbell, thank you so much for your time tonight. Well, and, uh, yeah, we'll right, talk again soon. Cheers, mate. Well, that there was editor of Rugby News magazine, Campbell Burns, and it is 15 minutes past eight here on SENZ. Coming up after the break, we will talk some English Premier League.